gossiping the gospel as uh, God's uh, precious people bought with his blood. So, uh, Lord willing, next Sunday we'll be trying to deal with our doubts and have, uh, how do we uh, experience the full assurance of faith as we struggle with doubts? Uh, That's for next Sunday morning. Uh, There's 90 Proverbs about words. Comes up a lot in the book of Proverbs. And we pick up here at Proverbs chapter 18, beginning at verse 1. And um, Brenda Payne and Matt Mitchell have some good commentaries on uh, the Proverbs, particularly with regard to gossip that I found very helpful. And uh, we want to reflect together now on Proverbs 18. If you're Abel, would you please stand with me for the reading of the word of the Lord? And let's uh, receive it with believing hearts. This is the word of God. Whoever isolates himself seeks his own desire. He breaks out against all sound judgment. A fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinion. When wickedness comes, contempt comes also, and with dishonor comes disgrace. The words of a man's mouth are deep waters. The fountain of wisdom is a bubbling brook. It is not good to be partial to the wicked or to deprive the righteous of justice. A fool's lips walk into a fight and his mouth invites a beating. A fool's mouth is his ruin and his lips are a snare to his soul. The words of a whisperer are like delicious morsels They go down into the inner parts of the body. You may be seated so far the reading of the word of the Lord and may add his blessing to it. I encourage you to keep the Bible open and handy for the message on fasting at the all-you-can-eat buffet. Your congregation of Christ, brothers, sisters, and the Lord, it was a dangerous time and it was uh, World War II. And uh, superior officers would tell their sailors uh, not to be uh, spreading uh, any information, sensitive information, even to family and friends about their uh, whereabouts as they would set sail. And uh, maybe you've seen the sign, or certainly we've all heard that expression, uh, loose lips sink big ships. And as I discovered this week, there's an update to that, uh, that loose tweets (laughs) Uh, shoot down big fleets. And my brothers and sisters, uh, gossip, um, perhaps we're aware of it, and maybe you think, well, this is going to be a short sermon, just don't do it, right? Just stop it. (laughs) Uh, Don't don't gossip. Uh, We got that, but why do we still do it? And what's the real solution? Because it's, it's something that's deep down inside of our hearts, uh, I appreciate the word of the Lord as uh, God is calling us here to uh, fast. Wisdom, that is those who are wise with the wisdom of Jesus Christ. Wisdom fasts. I'm not hungry. How can you get there? <laughs> I'm just not hungry. At the all-you-can-eat gossip buffet. First of all, we want to take a look at gossip, and then we want to take a look at gossips, and then the gospel, and then some just practical applications for us as uh, 
God is calling us to feast upon his gospel of grace here at uh, the table of our Savior's love. And that's what uh, helps us, that um, empowers us, in fact, for us to say, you know what, I'm just not hungry. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm not hungry. I'm not eating at the all-you-can-eat gossip uh, buffet. First of all, gossip, what is it? Well, it's right here in Proverbs chapter 18, and this proverb is repeated elsewhere. Uh, so it must be very, very important. Under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, uh, we read together Proverbs 18.8, the words of a whisperer are like delicious morsels. They go down into the inner parts of the body. What is gossip? Congregation, gossip is uh, telling bad news. It's telling bad news, and that bad news is really coming out of a bad heart. It's coming from the inside of us, outside of us. Jesus describes the problem of the human heart, that our, that our hearts are bent. What is wrong with me? What is wrong with us <laughs> that uh, we, we just gobble up these juicy bits and tidbits of uh, bad news about other people and, and we just have to feel like we got to share it and spread it around uh, to other people? Well, it's a problem of my sinful heart. Our hearts are bent away from loving God and loving our neighbor into self-love. So gossip is telling bad news. It might be true. But it's still bad news, and therefore, guess what? You don't have to, and I don't have to share it. Gossip is knowing bad news, it's true, but it doesn't stop with you, it doesn't stop with me. We feel like we have to, we're compelled to share it and tell it with someone, uh, to someone else. In other words, someone uh, got fired, they got fired from their job, and you heard about it, and... Um, well, we're to pray, first of all, about that. We're to pray for that person, and that's where it should end. Uh, but gossip goes on to tell others about, well, did you hear? I know something that you don't know. <laughs> Have you ever thought that or maybe even said that? Um, and then we share uh, the juicy bits of gossip. They are like delicious morsels and they go down into the inner parts of the body. And I believe the message there is that we, you know, we kind of store it up and then we get those, th those, those bits of gossip and that bad news and we bring it up and out in our social circles. Loose lips uh, sink gospel Christian fellowships, fellowships too. And uh, it all comes out of the heart, Proverbs uh, 11, verse 12. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 12. If you turn with me in your Bible there to Proverbs chapter 11, verses uh, 12 through 13. Uh, we read together there at Proverbs chapter 11, verses 12 and 13. Whoever belittles his neighbor lacks a sense, but a man of understanding remains silent. Whoever goes about slandering reveals secrets, but he who is trustworthy in spirit keeps a thing covered. So gossip congregation is telling bad news. It may be true, uh, but it doesn't stop with you. We circulate it to uh, others, and uh, it comes out of a bad heart. Proverbs 4.23 says... Uh, that uh, the issues of life come out of our heart. Our hearts are the control and command uh, center. So we, 
we can't give the excuse and rationalize it. Well, someone made me do it. It's uh, my fault and it's yours. And we need to be taking responsibility for it. But gossip is also telling negative information. It's telling negative information behind someone's back. And that's the whispering going on. Boys and girls, it's your library voice. Have you ever been to the library? You got we got a whisper. You can't have your outdoor voice on. You're whispering because you don't want to disturb anybody. That's what a whisperer does. And uh, there's two or a couple of people getting together, and you're busy whispering, and um, you're talking about someone behind that person's back. That person you're talking about isn't present. Uh, they're not there. And uh, you're busy talking about them when it comes to the negative information and, and the bad news. And we, we read together, for instance, in uh, Proverbs chapter 16 at verse uh, 28. If you have your Bibles open and handy, Proverbs 16 at verse uh, 28, a dishonest man spreads strife and a whisperer separates close friends. A whisperer separates uh, close friends. And boys and girls, maybe you're at school and uh, some uh, one of your classmates, another boy or girl, says to you, oh, did you hear that uh, so-and-so got kicked out of class? The teacher was mad at them. And um, you hear about it, and then you ask, well, why was the teacher mad at them? And then you go and tell that bad news to somebody else. Whisperers. Um, they can divide friendships. And that's what we are as the church of our Lord Jesus Christ. We're Christian friends in the friendship that God has shared with us. God has shared his friendship of love with us as the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And he's created a, a family of the forgiven, fr the friends of his grace. And we're to pass on that gracious friendship with one another. But when we are talking behind someone's back and among friends, dear friends, what happens is, is that these friendships that, that God God has formed by his grace that he has established in his great love that he has uh, shed his blood for and that he's poured out his Holy Spirit to, to, to grow and develop and that we together are busy building and constructing over the years uh, as a communion of the saints. What happens is that very, very easily uh, the bad news behind the back uh, casting others in negative lights uh, just alienates friends and divides the church of our Lord and Savior, uh, Jesus Christ. So it's getting bad news and then repeating it. It's repeating the bad news and not letting it stop with you or with me. And then, dear, friend, it's, dear friends, it's also wrong to be listening. They're sitting there silently taking it in to gossip some, about uh, hearing gossip without confronting it. You, you find that in chapter 17, Proverbs 17, at verse 4. Proverbs 17, at verse 4. An evildoer listens to wicked words or wicked lips, and a liar gives ear to a mischievous tongue. 
It's wrong even to sit there and listen silently as you just, you're hearing the blasts of all of this uh, negative news, all of this, this bad information, uh, casting someone in a negative light, and uh, there we just sit there with uh, a mouthful of teeth, and we don't, uh, we don't stand up and defend our neighbor's good name. We're, we're not guardians in of, our, of our brother and sister's uh, reputation. We just sit there silently, congregation, we're just as wrong. Gossip, loose lips sink uh, big uh, ships. Proverbs chapter 18, once again, at verse 8, the words of a whisperer are like delicious morsels. They go down into the inner parts of uh, the body. What's your favorite snack food? Your, uh, your guilty pleasure when it comes to uh, what you love to eat? It's Tostitos for me. I can, I can crush a whole bag of those salty, right, um, uh, uh, chips that, you know, you dip into the salsa. I, I just love, I can't stop with one. What is it for you? And that's what gossip is for us, dear friends. We can't just uh, hear it and then be done with it. We, we just gobble it up. We, we gorge ourselves. We binge on it. And ultimately, it tastes so good, but ultimately, it kind of goes into our souls and our hearts, and it begins poisoning us. So, dear friends, let us understand that um, when one person gossips in the church of Jesus Christ and someone just sits there and uh, listens to it and doesn't say, you know, time out. I don't believe we should be talking about that person. That person's not here. Hey, you want to go and talk to this person together? Fine, but um, uh, this isn't uh, helpful or edifying. Dear friends, if someone uh, speaks and then someone just silently stands by, that will divine the body of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ so are we going to be this fan that is uh, f- uh, fanning to flame uh, all, of these, uh, all of these sparks of gossip that, that will burn down the church of our Lord Jesus Christ? Or, or are we going to be the fire extinguisher, extinguishing those sparks of gossip? Dear friends, we have already seen in the book of Proverbs that gossip is really a, a person. It's someone you meet and someone I meet Uh, The gossips, who are they? Well, they come up a lot in the book of Proverbs. Um, First of all, it's the spy and the grumbler. Gossips are usually those who are spying and those who are grumbling and complaining. You read that with me once again in Proverbs chapter 11. Uh, These are people that we meet. And the Proverbs is saying, hey, be wise. Uh, filter what they say. Proverbs 11, again at verse uh, 13, whoever, excuse me, whoever goes about slandering reveals secrets, but he who is trustworthy in spirit keeps a thing covered. So a gossip is someone who is untrustworthy. A gossip is someone who is uh, busy listening and looking around, collecting garbage to go trash talk, and they're looking for secrets. But what? They're looking for secrets, but they don't keep the secrets to themselves. They want to pass it on. And, and what's the hard motivation for that? It's probably power. They want to be in power. You know, knowledge is power. And I know something someone else doesn't. And then I can maybe uh, gain some more friends. Gossips, dear, father, uh, dear friends, are spies. And they are also uh, grumblers. 
Uh, we read together in Proverbs 16 and verse 28. Proverbs 16 at verse 28. A dishonest man spreads strife and a whisperer, which again separates close friends. And the idea of their congregation is a grumbler. It's the, the words that the Proverbs are using uh, is the same word uh, describing the Israelites when they were busy grumbling and complaining that God, uh, well, they had a better in Egypt and now they're in the wilderness and they're busy grumbling and complaining because they don't have good food to eat. And that's the language here of uh, the gossip. The gossip is someone who's complaining uh, they're coveting what others have or what others uh, possess. And because they're craving and, and they're uh, busy coveting what they, God, does not, uh, God has, hasn't given to them, they're busy grumbling and complaining about it, and they're grumbling usually to other complainers. The gossip is a spy, and the gossip is a grumbler. But the gossip is also someone who's a backstabber and a chameleon. A backstabber and a chameleon. Uh, Proverbs chapter 24, verses 1 and 2. Proverbs chapter 24, verses 1 and 2. We read there together, Be not envious of evil men, nor desire to be with them, for their hearts devise violence, and their lips talk of trouble. So we get the bad news, but because we, you know, we really have an axe to grind against someone. Someone did us wrong, and so we are, have the dirt on them, and then we're going to dish the dirt and stab them in the back uh, because we haven't resolved conflict God's way. Gossipers are backstabbers. Gossipers, dear friends, are also uh, chameleons. Uh, Proverbs 29 at verse uh, 25. Proverbs chapter 29 at verse uh, 25. The fear of man lays a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. Young people, memorize that one. Uh, please memorize it, because uh, what's going on in our day and age? Why do we have, it's not just a little juicy morsel anymore. It's not just hors d'oeuvres. We've got an all-you-can-eat buffet out there, and it's called social media. <laughs> we can gossip doing this, right? Just social media, it's, a, it's like chum in the water with sharks circling and just mowing down and... Uh, and that's the world we live in. And it's very, very tempting, isn't it? Uh, to get hooked, become addicted on social media, and to be passing on uh, negative news, uh, bad information. Uh, and why do we do it? It's because we're afraid of what other people think. We're afraid, and uh, I, I want friends. I don't want to be all alone. Uh, so uh, what happens is that if we're just uh, silently standing by and don't speak up to defend uh, someone's reputation that's getting trashed, it's because we're afraid. We're not going to fit in. We're not going to have any friends. Uh, so we just uh, kind of go along to get along. 
social media. It's an all-you-can-eat buffet. And there's another reason, dear friends, to be regularly taking a fast, a self-imposed fast, to learn self-control when it comes to our use of social media. Facebook, it can be used for very, very good purposes. But can it also be gossip book, too, can it? Let us all be aware. And busybodies, dear friends, can also be gossips. Proverbs chapter 20, at verse 19. Proverbs chapter 20, at verse 19. Uh, we read together there, Whoever goes about slandering reveals secrets, therefore do not associate with a simple babbler or someone who has loose lips and who are uh, gossips and these types of uh, persons that we are meeting here. And congregation, uh, are you known as the gossip at school? Queen gossiper? <laughs> or on your social media accounts? Are, are you known? Am I known as the king of gossip uh, around church or in the neighborhood or uh, at the office? Uh, do people look at you and do they observe that, oh, you're not, you're not involved in all of that uh, uh, gorging yourself on the gossip buffet? Uh, we ask ourselves that question because congregation gossips tend to run with gossips. They hang out together um, and they're busybodies. And you realize what's going on often in our day and age when we're, we're bored if we are bored, why are we tempted to start um, feasting at the all-you-can-eat gossip buffet? Paul talks about busybodies in 1 Timothy chapter 5 at verse uh, 13. Busybodies are often uh, gossips. Your friends, we need the gospel uh, to go deep down into our heart of hearts uh, so that we are transformed uh, together to be gossiping the gospel of our Lord and Savior, uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Jesus Christ has come, and uh, we give thanks to God for that, and we see that on display in the table of the Lord, that our Lord Jesus Christ has come to be our friend. And he said, I want to be your friends. I know you are gossips. I know you have had loose lips. But I love you. I don't want anything to separate us from the friendship I want for us. So I've come to cover your sins. I've come to die on the cross and rise from the dead to guarantee that for all of your guilty speech, for all of your, your sinful silence when you heard gossip and didn't put a stop to it, I'm going to hit the delete button. It's deleted. And now you have my perfect record. I impute to you my righteousness, my, my words of wisdom that I spoke, and how I refrain from gossip. That is now your new record. Believe it. Receive it with great joy and by faith. Jesus Christ suffers for all of our gossip, and dear friends, isn't it wonderful that our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, would you please come, would you please eat and drink the good news of Jesus Christ, that he says all of your secrets, 
are safe. They're safe with me. I buried it all in Good Friday's graveyard. I remember it no more. I don't hold it against you. I'm not going to bring it up to, to hold it against you anymore. Hallelujah for such a wonderful Savior that Jesus Christ is for us. So feast. Feast on that grace. And feast on the good news that Jesus Christ is risen and ascended into heaven. He's poured out together with his, his Holy Father, the Holy Spirit, to indwell us. We are indwelled with the Spirit of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And in the words of Second uh, Peter chapter 1, we have been made partakers now of the divine nature. Uh, we are Christ-like and called to be like our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So we are enabled and empowered by the Holy Spirit of Pentecost uh, so that we uh, exercise, in the words of one author, verbal justice. We're doing gospel justice uh, with the words that we speak uh, in Ephesians chapter 4. And this is what we are to be uh, thinking about. We're going to be thinking carefully about what we say and, and what we are going to uh, speak. Think carefully Think before we speak. In Ephesians chapter 4, that was God's will for our lives earlier in the service. We need to be asking ourselves the question, is this helpful or not? If it's not, don't share it. Does this give grace? If it doesn't, then let us not pass it on. It's helpful and gracious. Uh, out of love for the Lord, neighbor, then let us Pass it on so that we can be known. Congregation, you realize that uh, people want to go to a church that's safe. That, oh, no, no one's talking about me around here, behind my back. But I don't want to go to a church <laughs> that's just, it's like a wagging tongue, right? We're, we're just lapping it up. Uh, all, all the dirt and dishing it out. Um, let's be known as a friendly church. Doesn't separate friends and friendships by gossiping, but unifies one another with a, a tongue tamed by the Holy Spirit of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He's given us new life to spread the good news of his new life. Uh, Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 1. Whoever isolates himself seeks his own desire. He breaks out against all sound uh, judgment. In other words, dear friends, let's ask one another the question. Do you have someone like that in your life? Ask your spouse, am I a gossip? Uh, ask your grown-up kids, have we been gossiping at the table? Um, do you have a friend like that, a good friend? Don't isolate yourself with this. And I'm called not to isolate myself with this. We let off the new year. We try to do that every year as a council. Elders, deacons, and pastor. Uh, let us exercise confidentiality. Let's watch our words. Let's lock our lips. So that's what's said here really does stay here. And that's a call for all of us as the church of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. A true friend is someone who hates your sin. Do you have that friend? Find that friend.
pray for a friend like that. Um, a friend who sticks closer than a brother who is a true friend in a deed. So dear friends, application number one in light of this, let us cover the wrongs. Let us, those who have wronged us, let us cover them. A multitude of sins uh, we've been gossiped about or uh, spoken uh, about unkindly. Uh, congregation, you realize that we can solve a lot of gossip by solving conflicts biblically. Matthew 18, verses 1 and following. Uh, Jesus gives us the steps. And why is there a lot of gossip in the church? It's because we're not, we're not resolving conflict the way Jesus Christ wants us to resolve conflict. Uh, whether you confront it is one thing. But if you don't confront someone and you know it, and uh, then the malice can start uh, in our hearts. We're tempted to have this malice and anger if someone did us dirty and wrong. And uh, therefore, we're very, very tempted to start uh, binging at the gossip buffet, uh, gorging in all we can eat, and spreading around that bad information to give others a bad reputation. Let us cover the wrongs. Um, let us uh, go to others we've been gossiping about and ask their forgiveness. Uh, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ says, I don't want my friends separated. Uh, so let us forgive as God in Christ has forgiven us. Solving conflict biblically um, goes a long way in being in a fire extinguisher to put out the gossip in our lives. And then let us, congregation, gossip the good news. Gossip the good news. Uh, turn conversations into a constructive uh, pattern, into, uh, into positive discussions. Uh, let's not share the bad news, but let's be sharing the good news. We hear about people who graduated with honors, who got a new job, who are celebrating uh, the great things God has done for them, pointing out to others the good things. Do you see any? <laughs> Do I have? Yeah, there's plenty of good that God is doing in the lives of God's people here. Let's be talking that up with others. And then, ah, what's there to talk about? That's the only, pretty much the only thing to talk about. <laughs> the great things God is doing. Uh, making disciples, evangelizing, and uh, edifying the body of our Lord Jesus Christ by being busy with um, God's kingdom uh, work. Let us turn our conversations into directions that are good and godly. And let us trust Jesus Christ, the one who is true. He is uh, the one who ultimately guards our name and defends our reputation. And yeah, whatever anybody may be uh, talking about us behind our back, ultimately we know what's true. We know the true one who is the way, the truth, and uh, the life. And so we can entrust our lives to him. And uh, so that we can also uh, take uh, his truthful words and let him write the speeches that we make or choose then not to make in our love for one another. Let us talk to one another then and let us not be talking, as it were, about uh, one another. 
Dear friends, loose lips sink uh, big ships. May God guard our mouths. May God also guide our hearts uh, so that we may be known as Jesus Christ's uh, friendly church because uh, we are gossiping the gospel so that we can uh, fast on the all-you-can-eat buffet of gossip. Fast. How? Feast upon the meal of God's mercy in Christ. Amen. Let's uh, sing together. Lord, speak to me that I may speak as our song of dedication. It's uh, number 404, number 404 in the Blue Songbook, and we want to uh, sing together stanzas 1, 2, and 5. Number 404, stanzas 1, 2, and 5 as our song of dedication coming to the table of the Lord. And uh, after we sing that, we'll remain standing and say together the Apostles' Creed. You can find that on page 148, page 148 in the Forms and the Prayers book. Let us stand together and sing. Let's confess our Christian faith using the words of the Apostles' Creed. Christians, what do you believe? I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only begotten Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Please be seated. I encourage you to follow along with me on page 53. Page 53 for the celebration of the Lord's Supper. Brothers and sisters, you who desire to come to the Holy Communion of the Body and Blood of our Savior must consider 
How the Apostle Paul exhorts us diligently to examine ourselves before we eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For as the benefit of the sacred meal is great, if we receive the sacrament with a penitent heart and lively faith, so is the danger great, if we receive it in an unworthy manner. For then we are guilty concerning the body and blood of the Lord. We eat and drink to our own judgment, and we kindle God's wrath against us. But if we judged ourselves truly, we would not be judged by the Lord. Therefore, truly repent of your sins, place a lively and steadfast faith in Christ our Savior, and live in love with all people, so that you will be worthy partakers of this holy sacrament. Above all things, you must give most humble and sincere thanks to God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit for the redemption of the world by the passion and death of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Give thanks that he who is God became man. Give thanks that the Son humbled himself to death upon the cross for us, miserable sinners. Give thanks that we who walk in this dark world and in the shadow of death have been made the children of God and exalted to everlasting life. Because of this, we should always remember the exceedingly great love of our only Savior, Jesus Christ, and the innumerable benefits that he has obtained for us by his precious blood. This is why he instituted and ordained holy sacraments as pledges of his love and for a continual remembrance of his death. To our great and endless comfort, <clears throat> to him, therefore, with the Father and the Holy Spirit, let us give continual thanks, submitting ourselves completely to his holy will and pleasure, and seeking to serve him in true holiness and righteousness all the days of our life. To all of you who truly and earnestly repent of your sins, who embrace Jesus by faith as your Savior, and who desire more and more to lead a new life following the commandments of God, draw near and take this holy sacrament to your comfort. And there's a responsive reading there <clears throat> after these um, uh, scripture uh, words, and I'll ask you this, uh, and please respond uh, with that uh, confession. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us pray. Father in heaven, we do not presume to come to this holy table of yours, merciful God, trusting in our own righteousness, but in your great mercies. We're not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under the table of your son. But you are merciful and gracious, Father. Grant us, therefore, that we may feed on our crucified Lord by faith, that we may be united to him and him to us and with you and the Holy Spirit. Glorify the Lord, who is worthy of our eternal thanks and praise. We ask for all of these mercies in the name of Jesus, who taught us to pray together, saying, Our Father, who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.